Hello, and welcome to the Family Life Design Podcast. I'm your host, Family Life Coaching Consultant, Shannon Clapp. I want to help you and your family find more balance through strengthening your family unit. Here in the Family Life Design, we will discuss incredible life-improving ways to help your family connect, communicate, and find clarity. It's not just about developing those quick fixes to your family struggles, but we're here to help you create, build, and well, design the family life you dream of. I'm so glad that you decided to join us. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Family Life Design Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Clapp, and we're in episode number three. Everyone at least once in their lives has thought, I wonder if things were different. But how many of you have actually taken this question a step further? How many of you have thought about what different should look like in your life? How many of you have actually taken action towards making things different in your life? Many of you may have become accustomed to accepting things as the way they are, even when things are not good, even when these things make you suffer. You go along for the ride regardless of the journey, regardless of the destination. So wouldn't you rather be proactive in creating something new that benefits yourself? Why haven't you tried? Did you try and not succeed? Maybe you feel like you have no power to do anything about it, or you think you don't have the resources to. Perhaps you feel as if you don't want to be the only one stepping forward. Or perhaps you're simply scared. It seems easier to follow the norm, follow the crowd, than it does to step out on your own. It may seem like it's the wrong way to go, since no one else is going that way. So you conform, you fit in, you try to make the best of the ride, even though it feels wrong. But 99% of the time, it isn't easier to follow the crowd. It's actually more work, more stress, more uncomfortable. This is because the crowd goes against your natural flow, against your heart, against your values, against your character within. I wonder if things were different. Wishing and wondering keep you in a perpetual cycle of waiting and has no action behind it. It remains fantasy. Wishing and wondering remain stuck in the loop of wishing and wondering, which remains stuck in the loop of wishing and wondering and on and on. Wishing for something and wondering about something keeps it in the distance, in the future, So you will always continue to wish and wonder. And they're tricky words. They're words of chance, luck. They live in fantasy land, not reality. You can never seem to reach what you are wishing for and wondering about. And it's as if you were leaving it up to someone or something else to make it all come true. Or maybe wishing and wondering is a way of escaping the reality that you're in. It's like watching a good movie or a TV show. It can feel inspiring and it can invoke emotion, but it ultimately remains in fantasy land inside the world of the screen. Begs me to ask the question though, 
What is it about your reality that has you wanting to escape it? And so the pattern repeats itself over and over again. And this plays into the control factor. We discussed the control factor in episode two, so you may want to go back and have a listen if you haven't already. Today we're talking about moving beyond feeling stuck to feeling powerful. How do you get out of this stuck mentality and pattern of living? Well, it's about understanding that what you say, how you say it, and the words you choose can influence how you think and feel about things. So I'm going to add to the list of words and phrases that keep you in perpetual waiting. I've already discussed wishing and wondering, but there's also I will, sooner or later, and hope. Yeah, hope. Hoping leaves things up to chance. There's no certainty, only waiting. There's no action moving forward. I will keeps that thing that you will do in the future out of arm's reach. Eventually you will get around to it, but I ask you, when is eventually? When is I will? Is it sooner or later? (laughs) I think it pretty much is self-explanatory. A quick add to this list are maybe and possibly. Again, this is living in chance. It's between a yes and a no. I might or I might not. There's no certainty and no commitment. If you really think about these words and phrases, how often you say them, you can start to understand why you might feel stuck. Whether it's that perpetual waiting stance that you have assumed or put yourself into procrastination mode, it's all waiting just the same. Why aren't you able to make a commitment about something? Can you not envision the end result? Have you not thought that far in advance? Are you afraid of how it will all turn out? Or do you have FOMO, fear of missing out on something because you're going to commit to this one thing? Does it feel like it's a risk? Risk is a scary thing. It's taking your chances leaving it up to fate, if you believe in that sort of thing. But is it really a risk to commit yourself to something? If you have prepared yourself for it, taken in account for all possibilities, planned out exactly how you're going to accomplish the things necessary, then what is the risk? Perhaps you have no idea what to plan or what to prepare. So that leads me to doing a visual exercise with you. So think of this. You are standing at the base of a mountain. It is a very high mountain, but at the very top of that mountain is everything you could ever want. And you are so excited to get to the top of that mountain. You start the climb. Things seem to be going well until you hit a patch where there is a steep ledge to climb over to keep your ascent going. It's going to take some time to maneuver around it. You have to find another path because you didn't realize that you should have brought certain equipment to aid you in these type of challenges. So now you're moving sideways to get beyond this steep ledge and that has slowed the progress down some. 
Now there's loose snow, nothing to grip your hands or feet to. And then there's the worry of an avalanche starting. So you need to keep looking for another path to take on the track moving up the mountain. This constant shifting around the mountain continues on and on, and it seems like you will never reach the top where everything you have ever wanted is there. Do you feel discouraged yet? Is the climb even worth it? How long is it going to take to get there with all these obstacles to get around? The problem with this way of approaching life is that it's blind. You can't possibly see your path to greatness standing at the bottom looking up. The view is at a disadvantage. How do you know what to plan or prepare when you cannot see the path ahead? Now, I want to get back to the question about being unable to envision the end result. So maybe it's not about what to plan or prepare. Maybe you just don't know that final destination. What is the ultimate thing that you want? Because if that is the case, then you're going to remain stuck until you figure it out. How many times have you stood with the refrigerator door open, looking inside, trying to figure out what you want to eat? You have no idea, but you know that you're really hungry. Well, the same thing goes when we talk about your life. You're just going to stand there wondering if you honestly have no idea what it is that you really, really want. So how do you go about knowing what you want in life? Well, I will tell you this, you aren't going to find it on TV or in the newspaper. Unless you want someone else telling you what you want, then go for it. But here's the key. It's shutting out the voices in the world that's telling you what you want. And you never seem to really feel satisfied in that if you're going to be honest. You aren't going to know what you truly want as long as you continue letting society make those decisions for you. Why do you think fast food restaurants advertise their food during supper time? When you don't know what you want to eat, they're going to tell you. And don't those pictures of their food look perfect and so appetizing? (laughs) Yeah, of course they do. They do it on purpose. Society cannot tell you what you want out of life. They will only tell you what they want you to do with your life. There is a difference. Being powerful in your life is first, knowing what you want. And second, going after it. You cannot know the way to go if you do not know where you're going. I'm going to say it again. You cannot know the way to go if you do not know where you are going. Pay attention to how you say things. What words you choose to use in expressing yourself. Are they holding you back or moving you forward? And then ask yourself, why? What is the family life design? Well, you are listening to its podcast right now, but it's also an exciting interactive workshop for the whole family. By designing an intentional culture for your family, you will find more balance, create unity, and build a supportive foundation for your family. 
Family life design is a fun and easy way to develop stronger connections between all family members. For more information, visit shannonclap.com and sign up for this life-changing workshop today. A number of years ago, I was in a really dark place. I basically hit rock bottom and I had no direction. No idea how I was going to pivot from hitting a wall. At that point in my life, I thought things were really starting to pick up for me and my children. Doors were opening and we were moving beyond a very difficult time in our lives. But just as I was moving forward, an obstacle, a very large obstacle crossed my path and there was no way around it. It, it felt like I was running at 100 kilometers an hour and out of nowhere, a brick wall appeared. And without slowing down, I ran right into it. It hurt, it was very painful, and it was a shock. Just like that, everything came to a standstill. And then I felt lost. I could hear the voices of people inside my head saying, get back up and try again, don't give up. But the honest truth of it all was everything, I mean everything, was on the other side of that brick wall And there was no way around it. So to get back up and try again would have just led me in circles right back down again. So I stayed down. I knew there was something I was missing in it all that made that brick wall appear and stop me. I just didn't know what it was. So I decided to stay down. Well, at first I felt defeated, but I knew I wasn't. I knew I wasn't giving in. I knew I was still in shock. So I took some time to just sit and let what happened sink in. And I was angry and I was heartbroken and I was scared. And two weeks went by like this. And I did nothing. I did nothing. But then one morning I woke up and I had enough of the nothing. (laughs) So I looked up to where the ceiling and the wall meet in my kitchen and I asked God two questions. And see, up to that point, I honestly thought I knew what faith was and I thought I knew God. But after years and years of bad, I mean, horrible things happening to me and my children, this brick wall shook things up and made me question if I really knew what faith was. Do I really know God? So I asked God two questions. Who or what are you really? And what am I being deceived of in this world? Those were my two questions. See, I I was lost. I wanted clarity in the entity and power of God, the true nature of God. And because there was so much bad going on in my life that I would never have foreseen coming, I really wanted to know all the deception that surrounded my life. I just wanted clarity. Well, that very afternoon, I got me some clarity. As I had been doing for the last two weeks, I spent my days on YouTube watching video clips of anything funny. I wanted any type of joy, artificial or otherwise, that I could get. And in the home feed, a video popped up that was completely different of all the rest of the suggested viewing, something that I had not seen before. So I thought, hmm, okay, I watched it. 
It was a 45-minute documentary, and it opened my eyes. It had me thinking about something I would have never questioned. And here, it was intriguing what I learned. So I started researching it more, which led to more research and more things. And it was this chain reaction of information being opened up in my face And this continued on for two years straight. Yeah, you heard that right. Two years researching everything. The world opened up to me in so many new ways. I found my truth. I found my faith. I found my why. And I found myself. And the one thing that remains constant even today from all of that is the foundation from which I live now. And that foundation is to question everything. Why do you think I kept asking you so many questions earlier in this podcast? Because asking questions, asking why, leads to discovery, understanding, and solutions. So, Ask yourself, why are you just going along with the way things are? Why are you afraid of stepping out? Why the lack of commitment? Is it most likely because you just don't know exactly what you truly want in life? So how do you begin to know what you want in life and then be powerful in it? Well, it will be a journey of discovery, understanding, and solutions to your truth, perhaps your faith, your why, and yourself. You have to start with questioning everything. And hey, I mean, Einstein's discoveries were due to his curiosity through intentionally questioning everything. That's something to think about. If you want more insight into this, then please contact me. You can reach me at shannonclap.com. We can get started immediately moving you forward in your life in powerful ways so you don't find yourself stuck. And I really want you to think about this concept of questioning everything and really consider moving forward with something more positive and powerful in the unknown. Because until you question everything, everything remains the same. And if you're feeling stuck, how are you going to move forward from that unless you question it, unless you question something? I look forward to you reaching out to me and getting started with getting out of being stuck. I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of the Family Life Design Podcast. And as I leave you every time, remember that life is worth celebrating. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Design Podcast with your host, me, Shannon Clapp. Join in again for more valuable discussions about how you can build an intentional culture for your family's life.